Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I got to tell you, Laurel, I was in the green room. I was in the green room, and I, I was only half listening as, as I was eating with the uh, the assortment of fresh fruits that we have in the green room uh, and enjoying some of the uh, the champagne, the, the high-dollar champagne that we always have at hand here. And I, I was only – and I have to confess, I was only partially listening to what you said. Uh, but I heard you on the air say F-U-N, and I'm like, yes! F the UN. I'm right there with you, Laurel. I could not agree more. F the UN. And then I realized that's not what you were saying. No, not quite. You were saying F U N is our is our keyword to win a thousand dollars. It sure is. Fun. So put that F U N in the WDBO app where it says payroll payout and you could win a thousand dollars. Is that anybody else's favorite SpongeBob song? Yes. I, wait, what is what what? F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere at any time at all. I hear in the deep blue sea. I have never, <laughs> I, I have never watched an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. So that okay. Good night, everybody. Yeah. That's why me and Laurel are here, Joe. That's why we're here. Someone, someone has to take one for the team, I suppose, and and watch that for us. Uh, we are following breaking news just happening as we come on the air here. Uh, we're now told that Joe Biden, the commander in chief, uh, ha- will authorize military action in the Middle East as early as tonight. Hey, Google, what time is it in Tehran, Iran? The time in Tehran, Iran, is 1.37 a.m. on Tuesday. I'm sorry, it's 1.37? They're a, a, an hour, uh, on a half an hour off? Where's where's that extra half an hour come in? Seriously, one thirty-seven a.m. What clock do they have in Tehran? Well, anyhow, so this is the perfect time for an attack. Uh, I I would not imagine that they're going to target Tehran, the capital, uh, but that would certainly seem appropriate to target Tehran, the capital, but we'll wait and see. We'll keep a close eye on that. But again, uh, we're told that the White House could authorize as early as tonight. Uh, yep, we're seeing a lot of reports of that right now. So just uh, be mindful that there may be breaking news in the middle of the show tonight or breaking news in the overnight hours or anything like that. Make sure uh, that you have downloaded the WDBO app and turn on your app notifications so that even if you're away from the radio, you'll be informed. You'll be the first to know if there is or when there is a strike against the enemy forces at some point tonight. All right, we got to get you caught up here domestically on the presidential campaign. We have lowjacked the presidential candidates and we bring you the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. We are 10 days away from the Nevada caucuses. We are 
26 days away from the South Carolina primary, 36 days away from Super Tuesday. That's March 5th when 15 states are all going to vote. Our primary here in Florida is 50 days away. That's March 19th, and we're 281 days until the general election. As of today, the average national polling on the GOP side, Donald Trump is at 70.7%. Nikki Haley is at 14.5%. Both of them are up in the polls. How can that be? Well, some people were still saying that they're going to vote for DeSantis or somebody else. And so they're they're coalescing behind the two remaining candidates, Trump and Haley. Here is the latest from the 2024 campaign trail. The first sanctioned Democrat presidential primary takes place this Saturday in South Carolina, where President Biden is a heavy favorite. Republicans turn to Nevada next week. Former uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley is competing in the state-run primary, whereas... President Trump, former President Trump, is participating in the party-run caucus. Nevada is a weird state, y'all. Donald Trump took credit for the strong stock market, claiming on Truth Social that the stock market is performing well because, and I quote, investors are projecting that I will win the 2024 election. House Democrats endorsed their first slate of candidates to take on Republicans in some of the most competitive districts uh, on the map this fall. Over the weekend, Nikki Haley revealed details of a swatting incident at her home. I was not home, but but Michael and I take care of my parents. Um, they are 87 and 90, and we take care of them, and they were at home mm. and with their caregiver. And so I will tell you that the last thing you want is to see multiple law enforcement officials with guns drawn pointing at my parents and, and thinking that something happened. It is a... Um, it is an awful situation. It put the law enforcement officers in danger. It put um, my family in danger. And, you know, it, it was not a safe situation. And that goes to show the, the chaos that's surrounding our country right now. Biden's campaign is getting desperate. They're going to try to organize the first of its kind fundraiser that officials hope will be lucrative and headline grabbing, but also energizing for Democratic voters who so far have not shown any enthusiasm for the party's 2024 ticket. The idea is for three Democrat presidents, Biden, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama, to appear together at a fundraiser this spring. Discussions are underway to coordinate the president's schedules. No date has been set. It would likely take place in March or April. Um, Jimmy Carter's still alive, yes? Right? Uh, I'm not, And I'm not trying to be glib about that, but he is still alive. Yeah, right now. Which, which is actually a bit of a surprise, I think, to a lot of us, you know, because once he lost Rosalind, uh, typically in scenarios where someone's had a lifelong spouse like they have, uh, and they're both, you know, up there in age, and, and uh, we, I think a lot of us thought that Jimmy Carter would be quick to go right after Rosalind, but he is uh, hanging in there and still in hospice care. Um, but obviously they're not going to be able to get Jimmy Carter to, to, to go to that event as well. Meanwhile, President Biden delivered remarks at the South Carolina State Fairgrounds in Columbia on Saturday, though it is unclear what those remarks actually were. Asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting-edge inspection machines help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Biden also slipped into rage mode, which is something that's not uncommon with dementia sufferers. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery, outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. 
He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us dressed like that? He also referred to Donald Trump as the sitting president of the United States. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Donald Trump. Did you see what he recently said about that he wants to see the economy crash this year? A sitting president. As he say in my faith, bless me, Father. Sitting president, he said. By the way, I, I read the entire comments that Donald Trump made about wanting to see the economy collapse under Biden's watch. He truly, if you listen to the context under which Trump sent it, and you guys know how I feel about Donald Trump. Um, uh, Donald Trump basically was saying, we know that the economy is going to crash. I just hope it isn't on my watch was really what he was saying. He didn't want it to happen. Not, not that he thought it'd be politically advantageous uh, for, for him, Donald Trump. He just was, was being selfish and saying, I know the economy is going to collapse. I'd rather it collapse right now than, and he says, I wish it would you know, collapse now rather than when I'm uh, elected back into the White House again. That's really what he was saying. Uh, and then perhaps this remark best summarized his whole speech. Y'all, this is just bizarre. Listen to this comment from Joe Biden. Folks, um, uh, I, uh, if I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave. I, I can't make this stuff up. This poor old guy has no idea what's going on. Folks, um, uh, I, uh, if I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave. Yeah. If that's not elder abuse, I, I don't know what is. I, you know, and then finally, in spite of all the gaffes from Joe Biden, SNL's weekend update only finds humor in Donald Trump jokes. <laughs> they ordered Trump to pay $83 million. That's how unlikable he is. For perspective, O.J. Simpson only had to pay $33 million for a double murder. <laughs> the only way this could have gone worse for Trump is if they took away his businesses, which is, of course, what happens in next week's trial. <laughs> After Ron DeSantis endorsed Donald Trump, he called DeSantis a really terrific person and promised to stop calling him Ron DeSanctimonious. Well, it's like a wise man once said. You can be the most worthless Republican in America, but if you kiss the ring, he'll say you're wonderful. (laughs) Haley also called Trump totally unhinged and called for him to take a mental competency test. And here's some footage of Trump trying to buzz in with his answers. Ding, 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 ding. Step. <laughs> Trump did have a slight stumble this week while talking about banks, and he introduced an interesting new term called debank. We're also going to place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you. They want to debank you, and we're going to debank. <laughs> I don't know what the hell debank means, but he might have to take deambulance to see the doctor. <laughs> That is the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Coming up next on the Joe Kelly Show, all the stories and headlines you missed while you were at work today. That is next. Stay with us. 
This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens tomorrow at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. You find the Joe Kelly Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I like it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean. Uh, is was one that I like using. Uh, you can also find it in the WDBO app. And uh, you can find it at WDBO.com. Just clocked out? Let's rewind. Here's what you missed while you were at work. All right. Uh, earlier today, Amazon, as you heard uh, Laurel report just a moment ago, Amazon calls off their bid to buy robot vacuum cleaner iRobot amid scrutiny both in the U.S. and in Europe. King Charles III is heading home after undergoing a procedure to treat an enlarged prostate. The U.S. failed to stop the deadly attack on a military outpost in Jordan when air defenses confused an enemy drone with a U.S. drone. An ex-contractor who admitted to leaking Donald Trump's tax records is sentenced to five years in prison. President Biden meets with his national security team over the attack on U.S. soldiers in Jordan. And the Pentagon announced the names of the three American service members who were killed in the unmanned aerial drone attack on a base in northeast Jordan on Sunday. Uh, All three of them are from Georgia. And then we just got this breaking news in just a couple of moments ago. That uh, convicted murderer Alex Murdaugh has been denied a new trial after a day-long evidentiary hearing that centered on allegations that a court clerk had tampered with the jury. Uh, A judge has denied that, and Murtaugh will now go back to jail, where he no doubt belongs. Um, All right, so I went to bed early last night, and I was was satisfied, and I was happy. I was like, all right, this is great, man. The Lions are going to make it to the Super Bowl. And then I wake up this morning and, and I, I honest to goodness thought, am I having a dream? Are the, how did the Lions not win last night? Greg, how did the Lions not win? That was a wild roller coaster of a game. I loved every second of it. The first half, you thought the Lions just took, they, they knew what they were doing. They looked like the football team that was going to finally get to the Super Bowl for Detroit. And then the 49ers just remembered that they were the 49ers in that second half. They took care of the Lions. There was nothing the Lions could do moving the ball there throughout the third quarter. And just some crazy plays, too. Like, there were some crazy lucky bounces that went the 49ers' way off the face mask of some players and into the hands of others. And then so. I, I, I did read something about um, making a call as to whether or not they should have gone for it or punted on fourth down. Yeah, there was a call later or in the game for the, for the Lions where... Again, you're the Lions. This is how you've gotten here is by making these kinds of calls. You, you're you not kicking field goals. You're going for it on fourth down to try and get that touchdown. And that's what the Lions have done all season. Uh, kicking that field goal wouldn't have been what they have normally done during the season. So I, did, I didn't expect them to, and I know, I know they're getting a lot of flack for it today. But that's Lions football this season. You go for it or it's all or nothing for them. And, so. you know, kind of like in the world of politics, something that I can relate better to than sports because I was born without the sporting gene, evidently. But kind of in the world of politics, um, you know, timing is everything. And they, they may have peaked uh, at, at the wrong time or that that's the peak of the Lions because the coach indicated that it that 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 might have been their one and only chance. Yeah, no, it's, it was one of those things that, like I said, they, they really kind of got controlled there in the third quarter. So just to kind of get those opportunities that they had, you've got to go for it. And again, I respect it. I'm the kind of person that loves that kind of play call. Go for it all every single time, and they do. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose with that. But 
So then we're going to have the 49ers and the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs have been there, what, four times out of the last six years four or so? Four out of the last six seasons. Crazy. And then when was the last time the Niners were in a Super Bowl? Uh, the last time that they actually was against the Chiefs. So, mm. yeah, so that was five years ago now. And do we? Uh, who are they saying is going to win? Who's who's the favorite right now? Team? The betting favorite is the Forty ers but that line has dropped a lot since the game got announced. So it went from something like a like a five or six point line to now it's down to two. Uh, so there's a lot of Vegas money that's going in on the on the Chiefs to win this game. Uh, quick subject change here: the Pentagon now says the total number of U.S. Army soldiers wounded. By the suicide drone launched at the U.S. military outpost 22, Tower 22 in Jordan, has risen to above 40. Three American soldiers were killed. I take issue with, and I don't know where this language is coming from, I take issue with the term suicide drone. It's a drone. There's nobody on it to commit suicide. This is not the same as a suicide bomber. It is a drone. Um so if the Pentagon is saying suicide drone, that just doesn't make any sense. If if it is reporters that are saying it, then they're just ignorant. Uh, but it was a drone attack. So now they're saying that the, the, the total injured is above 40. There's only 350 stationed at so, so-called Tower 22. Uh, 350 of our U.S. troops are stationed there. Uh, many of them are in intelligence and aviation and support services. And uh, above 40 now they're saying uh, are the those who are injured. Some of the injuries, they say, are grave, and the number of deaths uh, could certainly increase, uh, regrettably. Uh, and no doubt the, those communities in Georgia are feeling the pain of the loss. Um, I will tell you, the, the victims, the U.S. servicemen and women, uh, all three of them are black, and two are male, and one is a female. And they're all from South Georgia, that all died in that attack over the weekend by a drone, an enemy drone. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll continue uh, coming up next here on the Joe Kelly Show. We're going to talk about the Army of God, as they call themselves, that are heading down towards the southern U.S. border to protest the illegal immigration coming across our border. That's next. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. I love about Trump. He wouldn't broadcast or let anyone know what he's doing. He'd just bomb the crap out of him. And then he'd call up Putin and say, hey, I just bombed the crap out of your buddies. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't call Putin in this case. Who did call, uh, you know, Iran or something? The only thing we'll do is attack one of their proxies' training camps. That's it. It's going to be absolutely zero attack on Iran. Yeah, when it, when you hear Kirby say that well, we're, we're trying to not escalate with Iran, that uh, that does not bode well for a strong response from the United States. But honestly... With Joe Biden, would you want a strong response? Would you want to send a strong signal to Iran with Joe Biden at the helm? I I would suggest that perhaps not. Uh, perhaps the best thing uh, that that we can do as a nation right now is bide our time until Biden is gone, if you will. Um, and then we can have a show of strength and, and we can have real resolve once he is no longer in office. Hey, Joe, so Biden's Pentagon 
tells the enemy that the reason they couldn't identify the drone is they confused it with an in, inbound U.S. drone. So won't our enemies just um, use their own radar to identify when our drones are going in or out and just send their drones right along with ours, and so our radar gets confused. Sounds like they're giving away intelligence information they really shouldn't be. Yeah, who knows? Uh, who, who really knows who's even in charge of the Pentagon anymore? Uh, you know, with our defense secretary able to, to uh, sneak away from the limelight uh, for uh, his hospital visits and such. Uh, meanwhile, Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House press spokesperson, man, she um, she is so frustrating. She boils my blood about as much as Joe Biden does. Though I feel like Joe Biden, and I'll, I will always feel this way, and th- this is a hill I will die on, Joe Biden has no idea where he is. Uh, and and the people that are handling the strings of Joe Biden are committing elder abuse. Uh, this guy should be sitting in a retirement community somewhere having ice cream three times a day, period. Karine Jean-Pierre is young enough that she knows better. She is. She knows. She knows that she is ill-equipped to be the White House spokesperson Listen how she ad-libs her comments about the three fallen service members. In terms of the Biden administration's plans or response to what has happened. So uh, nothing new to to uh, report back from what uh, Admiral John Kirby shared with all of you about an hour or so ago. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave uh, three brave, uh, three brave of uh, three folks who are, who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration of the. Guys, I'm not editing this. This I'm not looping things back. This is how she is talking. American people, obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls, as the president said yesterday when he was in South Carolina. Our hearts go out to their families, to their friends. And let's not forget, there are wounded, also wounded uh, soldier military forces as well. And our hearts go out to them. And so want to make sure that we uh, offer up uh, those deep, deep, thoughtful uh, condolences to them. But uh, look, the admiral said this, and I'll just repeat, we will respond uh, at, our, at our choosing. Uh, we are always, the president is always for at first the first thing on his mind always is to make sure that we're protecting our troops so that has not changed i'm certainly not going to uh, lay out what that's going to look like a timeline uh, but the president is thinking about those soldiers and thinking about the, our troops uh, obviously uh, yesterday was a very very sad day amiko yeah you know jen saki lied as much from the podium as Karine jean pierre does but at least jen saki could speak in complete sentences without having to have her binder handy, whereas Karine Jean-Pierre always has to have the binder. And, at, and during that interview, she was not at the podium. She was standing at what's called Pebble Beach, uh, which is a place just outside of the White House, in front of the White House, where reporters are allowed to set up and and often will interview people like Karine Jean-Pierre and, and members of the uh, administration and so she didn't have her notebook to rely on and she cannot formulate a coherent sentence without the sentence being written down in a binder she is an embarrassment and i'll go so far as to say that if she were a straight white male she would have been fired long ago but she was a diversity hire who checks a lot of boxes female uh, 
uh, African-American lesbian. She checks all the boxes and she remains in that position. Yet you'll notice anytime there is heavy lifting to do, they bring in John Kirby to do the serious stuff. A straight white male. Mm, Shame on the Biden administration. You're bringing in a straight white male to do the heavy lifting that the gay black female is unable to do. By the way, breaking news. This is interesting. Elon Musk just tweeted that the first text, whatever it is, the first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. You'll remember all the monkeys that died horrible, horrible deaths during the monkey trials of Neuralink. Uh, there were hundreds of monkeys that were bleeding from the eyes and scratching at their heads to get it out and, and all kinds of crazy stuff that happened. Uh, I'm frankly surprised he got a, the, the authority, the permission the, uh, to, to do human testing, to move to human testing on that. Uh, would you guys sign up for a Neuralink? You know, and I guess if, if you know, if you're a quadriplegic and, you know, you're desperate to be able to communicate with people, you're, I mean, I could see, I could see that use being, you know, quite helpful. Uh, but for an otherwise healthy human being, I, I would have to wait until that is, uh, far perfected way, way off in the future. As of right now, I just think that's a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, all right. So there is a group of truck drivers here in the U.S. that is calling themselves God's Army. And they are uh, preparing a convoy to embark on a journey to the, to the southern border, the border between Texas and Mexico. Call themselves God's Army. They're looking to draw attention, to shed light on the dangers of keeping the southern border open. And many of them are coming from Canada, even. So they're coming from Canada and from across the United States, the lower 48, to the Texas-Mexico border. Certainly, the media at some point is going to have to cover that story. The, 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 the network media, of course, uh, some of the, you know, the, the conservative media has been there for years. But the network media might finally get uh, some interest in covering that story. I do take issue with them referring to themselves as the army of God. I'm not offended by, I'm not offended by anything, but I, I take issue with it. Uh, as, as God certainly has built armies before, but if it was a true army of God in this scenario, you'd be welcoming the immigrants and feeding them and clothing them, um, not trying to stop them. God did not see borders the way that we do or the way that we should here in the United States. I'm, I'm not casting uh, any uh, doubt on, on their, um, their good intent. I just wish they weren't invoking the name of God to do this because uh, God didn't pick favorites. Well, I got to be careful what I say. God clearly picked favorites, uh, but at the time it was Israel, not the United States. There was no United States. This predates all of that. Um, and Israel were the chosen people and the borders there were the, the, the chosen land, the grand, the land of, of milk and honey uh, in Israel. 
I'm reading through that right now, actually. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Let me know your thoughts. Coming up, uh, let's see. We've got... I've got a new rap song for you that you'll need to hear. And the blast from the past, I've got audio of Hillary Clinton accusing the Republicans of trying to steal the 2024 elections. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hang on. It'll be all coming up here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. And let's go to Orlando. Randy, you're on the Joe Kelly Show. Want to talk about Neuralink. How's it How's it going, Randy? It's going well. Actually, traffic on I-4 is good. Uh, thanks for Helicopter Dave. So um, there is a TV series called Severed, like a severed finger, uh, but not finger. Um, And the basis of the the series is that you uh, have your home life and then you have your work life. And then when you come to work, you forget about your home life. And when you leave work, you forget about your work life. It's an interesting series. Is this the show? Is this the one with Adam Scott? I think so. Okay, so go on. What, what what does this have to do with Neuralink? Well, it's just uh, if you take the uh, the Neuralink down the uh, into the future, this is a potential scenario of what, what uh, could happen with uh, people with chips uh, embedded in their in their heads. Is that the scenario in the show that they have chips in their heads? That is correct. Ah. And it is. I just looked it up. It's the one with uh, with Adam Scott. I've seen the I, I've seen the images for it. I've never watched it. Is it a good show? I I think it's intriguing. Um, it's a little slow uh, at, at points, mm. but it, it basically it's like it, the chip causes your your work life and your home life to be totally separate, and you have no recollection of either when you're at either work or home. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting concept. Yes, uh, it, it causes some um, interesting um, psychological issues later in the series. All right, I'll check it out then. Thank you so much, Randy. I appreciate that. It looks like it's on Apple Apple Plus, Apple TV. Do you, Laurel, have you ever seen it? Greg, have you seen it? Paul, have you guys seen it? I've seen the ads, but no, no I haven't watched Yeah. Um, by the way, I got to tell you, I went, we went on a, a cruise over the weekend. Uh, my sweet Ronnie Sue and I took uh, my twins uh snoopy and woodstock we took them on a on a birthday cruise over the weekend and a lot of people have asked about it because it was it's it's a smaller cruise line it's the margaritaville at sea cruise and it leaves out of palm beach the port of palm beach and it is a uh uh, two two night three-day cruise we left friday morning and we got back sunday morning and it goes to freeport at my I, first i thought it was going to go to nassau uh, but then i re- realized it goes to freeport and we were well aware of the the state department travel advisory to the bahamas and we didn't even get off the ship anyway we didn't have any excursions planned and we didn't we didn't care to uh but man i gotta tell you when when you go through raising children and you you start off you know watching them be born and then next thing you know, you're sitting with them at a 
poker table, uh, blackjack as the case was. We were sitting there playing blackjack once we got out in international waters because you can play blackjack when you're 18 and uh, teaching them how to play blackjack, them teaching me how to play blackjack. Uh, it was really fun. And I got to say, the Margaritaville uh, experience was was not bad. Not bad at all. It, In fact, they've got a second ship now. And they're both uh, former Carnival ships. And it's run by former Carnival Cruise Line executives. So they, they do it quite well. And we had a good time. And uh, it's really affordable if you want to look into something like that. It's called Margaritaville at Sea. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now. From the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Oh, well, an update for you on 528 westbound at Innovation Way. They had that earlier crash involving a semi that caught fire and then hazmat came out, cleared up the roadway. A westbound lanes completely closed. You can't get anywhere from 520 all the way to Innovation Way. Well, now they are assessing some of the damage and they're reconstructing the roadway. So it's still going to stay closed for quite a while. Again, that's 528 westbound. It is closed starting at 520. Didn't get what you wanted for Christmas? Get to Refresh Computers. Dell Computers starting at just $129. RefreshComputers.net and the Superstore in Longwood. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than he sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. So glad you join us on your drive home. One of the people who joins us regularly on the drive home is our buddy David Levitt from Refresh Computers and uh, he left me an open mic saying that he, too, went on that Margaritaville cruise. I just finished the Margaritaville cruise also, and that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for my birthday, which was Tuesday. And I agree, it's not bad at all. I mean, the only thing I was disappointed in is they did not have the signature frozen margaritas. I started drinking margaritas several years ago when I first went into a Margaritaville restaurant. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I didn't I didn't uh, notice an absence of the frozen margaritas because I I don't order margaritas. I don't I don't ever drink margaritas. Uh, the sugar doesn't agree with me. Sugar and alcohol does not agree with me. Um, so I, I avoid that. But that's interesting. I, I will say that uh, that I if I never hear another Jimmy Buffett song again, as long as I live, that'll be fine with me. Uh, I have never been a, a big Jimmy Buffett fan in the first place, a, a parrot head, if you will. Um, and yes, they played other music besides Jimmy Buffett, but you better believe that there was a lot of Jimmy Buffett that got played there, uh, during our, our weekend cruise. Man, it's so affordable. They're having a thing because we got it when it was Black Friday and it was literally buy one, get one free. So we, we had two cabins, one for Ronnie and me and then, uh, one for, uh, Scooby and, 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 uh, Shaggy, uh, the twins. They had their own cabin and, uh, that was fun. Uh, but, but and we had uh, there was good food and uh, good entertainment and uh, great sailing and it was fun it was a it was a cool trip saw a beautiful yacht uh 250 million dollar yacht at the port of palm beach uh that was impressive it it, it had uh inside it four or five other yachts <laughs> that were part of that yacht it was all all strung together it was really amazing helicopter landing pad on the back 250 million dollar 
Um, yeah, very impressive. Again, if you want to see the video, it's on the WDBO Facebook page. Paul Cross, man, you uh, have had your work cut out for you throughout the day today because of that fiery crash from early this morning. For those who don't travel in that neck of the woods, uh, kind of rewind the tape a little bit and tell us what happened this morning. Well, we had four vehicles involved, two cars, two semis. One of the semis caught fire, so it just burned on the roadway for quite a long time. And again, on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, uh, on the WDBO page, there's actually a video that we posted of the wreck and of the fire going. You could see how bad that is. It has caused such major damage on 528 that they have now closed the roadway so they can repair the entire roadway. It looks like they may be retarring everything wow. uh, because Hazmat has been there and they cleared it all out, but it's still not drivable. Did the cargo of the big rig burn? Was it a, was it a tanker truck? It didn't look like a tanker truck. It looked like a big rig. I don't, really don't know exactly what because I've, I've tried to look at all the news uh, reports and all the things from Florida uh, the, the vehicles and the roadways, and it doesn't say specifically what the haul was i just know that you know once a big rig tips over and if it has a lot of gasoline in it no matter what diesel because i'm looking at pictures of the earlier fire and it looks like uh, a couple of flatbed big rigs well one of them hold on a second here because you'll, you'll recall when there was a fire in atlanta the, yeah. the fire was actually underneath the interstate but it but it uh, destroyed the interstate to the point at which it had to be replaced and uh, and we've certainly had you know you, as you drive along any of our roadways you'll see the scorch marks on the road where a car has yeah. burned previously. Uh, but well, this, this must one's have on top of the bridge because Innovation Way goes below it. So the so five twenty eight goes above Innovation Way. This was above, so they had to make sure that there was nothing messed up with the roadway in case it would fall. Yeah, and so they're now repaving a lot of that overpass that bridge. Uh, to make sure that everything's going to be safe and they're not going to allow any cars through there until they make it completely safe. I would expect nothing less. Yeah, it's causing a mess, though, I'll tell you. There's nowhere to go. Coming west into Orlando, uh, you're going to have to take 520 all the way up to Colonial or 50 to get back into the west side of or, or the eastern side of Orlando, going west to get in. It's just it's just a mess. It's a total mess. And let me tell you, if if Colonial is your best alternative option then you know it's bad because the yeah. last place you want to end up is on colonial trying to get home during rush hour right and then would you get more traffic there what happens yeah. you, you start getting into wrecks fender benders and even worse and yeah. then they have a crash that they're still trying to clear up now in bithlow on colonial at night because of that overflow traffic that was forced to go up there and a lot of people don't know that roadway yeah. they've never driven it so you put thousands of more vehicles on a roadway they're not familiar with and things happen bad things happen things do indeed all right uh we are getting word now that uh that the united states may be launching a military strike as early as tonight in retaliation for the uh, attack uh, in Jordan over the weekend that killed three U.S. service members and has wounded as many as 40 others. The Pentagon has uh, has increased the, the number of um, servicemen and women who have been injured. Of the three who were killed, they were all from South Georgia. Uh, it was two men and one woman. Uh, the mother of, I'm just reading this headline live is what was around the air. The mother of Brianna Moffat, one of the three U.S. soldiers killed in Jordan, was getting ready for church when the news about her daughter came. My husband said that there were two guys downstairs in uniform, and I knew, I just knew. Oh, 
That is so heart wrenching. I mean, can you? I'm, I'm, I'm getting chills just at, at, at picturing that in my mind, getting ready for church, and the husband walks in and says, "There are two guys in downstairs in uniform." How absolutely heartbreaking! All three of them from from South Georgia. I could only imagine the communities there dealing with this, uh, and and. President Biden says that there there will be retaliation for this from this. But do you want I mean, do you want this president to send a strong message to Iran? I I would love for a president to do it. I just don't know if this is the president that'll be taken seriously. I don't know that this is the president that that really has muscles to flex and and i think that that we are in our weakness on the global stage is inviting these kinds of attacks and i just i fear that if if biden were to really let the dogs off the leash if you will that uh, that that it might only make matters worse what do you guys think 844580wdbo it's 844580 9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Um, all right. So, this as I found this audio today from Hillary Clinton. And in it, she is talking about, well, here, I'll let Hillary Clinton explain it in her own words. And this might hurt your ears some, but bear with me. Hello, Indivisibles. I'm here to highlight something that <laughs> is keeping me up at night. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have... I know you're thinking, wait, 2022, what does that have to do with anything? Hang on, you have to listen to the rest of it. ...to look ahead. Because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures, many of them Republican-controlled. But there's also good news in the face of this very real threat to democracy. Indivisible has launched Crush the Coup to make sure we're ready to defend democracy in 2024. So this this obviously came out in 2022, and I looked up uh, Indivisible, and Indivisible is a uh, a program that is an effort to support pr- what they call pro-democracy candidates in states in, in the campaign. Uh, if they are successful, they say, we'll crush the coup before it gets off the ground. Is it... It interesting to hear Hillary Clinton uh, accuse the right that which the left is guilty. I mean, if if anybody is playing shenanigans 
with elections. Uh, it, it is it is the left because they're the ones that keep winning the elections. If the right was good at finagling elections, the right would keep winning. But the right is not. The, the Republicans are not winning these elections. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Coming up next, the U.S. Navy is lowering their standards. Lowering their standards because they keep missing their recruiting goals and they need more sailors. How low will they go? We'll have that for you coming up next. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. I know you'd like to see a a big-time swift reaction against our adversaries, our enemies, to the death of three servicemen and women. Uh, in Jordan from the weekend, but do you really want this president leading a a swift and uh, overwhelming campaign against Iran uh, or its affiliates? Biden is not going to send a strong message. He's going to blow up like a trash can or a facility that's not, you know, that there's nobody in. No, let's wait until, you know, President Trump's elected. And then he can sit there and just bomb all the bad people that hurt us during the time of Biden. Yeah, I just I don't have confidence in the Biden administration to properly execute a military strategy. I think the Biden administration is too concerned about quotas. They're too concerned about being woke in the military and they have put less of an emphasis on uh, actually fighting wars, you know, breaking things and killing people. This just in, President Joe Biden sent a message to Iran. Iran, you got to... <laughs> you know, it would be funny if it weren't true, uh, but it is regrettably true. All right, so now uh, the U.S. Navy, because they keep falling short of their enlistment goals, U.S. Navy will now will now start accepting high school dropouts. You do not have to have a high school diploma or a GED now to join the Navy. You must score at least a 50 on the Armed Services Qualification Test. 50 out of 99. Wow. I I don't know what that test is like. I'm sure I could find a sample of that online somewhere. Now I'd like to take the test. Gosh, I wonder if I could pass the test. A 50 on the armed services qualification test out of 99. So last year, some 2,400 prospective sailors were denied admission because of the education requirement. Under the new rule, the, uh, let's see, what is this guy? He is uh, the chief of naval personnel, Rick Cheeseman. (laughs) Admiral Cheeseman, according to, with the new rule, Cheeseman estimates that some 500 or so of that lot could get in based on testing alone. 500. So we're going to get 500 high school dropouts into the Navy. You know, the Navy is, I mean, all of our armed services now, uh, but perhaps the Navy more so than anybody, maybe the Navy and the Air Force. I mean, it's high tech stuff we're talking about here. You know, we don't we don't want uh, the the uneducated uh, in in the troops. But I, I, I mean, I guess 
at the end of the day, there are lesser skilled jobs always that will be available in the U.S. military. By the way, the some are suggesting that the reduced standards means that the United States is preparing for war as during World War II, the high school requirement was dropped due to the urgent need for manpower to fight in the war. Well, we have been falling short of our recruitment goals for years now. So it could be something more than that, or it could just be we have been falling short of our recruitment goals. Do you think it's a good idea? I know we got a lot of sailors, uh, former sailors in our in our audience. Do you think it's a good idea to drop the high school requirement? 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. We've never talked about Taylor Swift before on the Joe Kelly show. I don't really have an opinion about Taylor Swift. Uh, I, I am indifferent uh, about Taylor Swift. In fact, it isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference. Yeah, I don't I don't love her. I don't hate her. I, I don't have I do not have an opinion on Taylor Swift. I'm so happy you found that clip. I, I applaud her business acumen. I mean, she is a billionaire and she has done it based on her own talent. And that to me is impressive. Very impressive. Um, I've never been to a concert. I've never bought a record. But, but that that is true about a lot of different bands that, that I could say. Um, but some are asking, and I actually had this question when I, when I was watching the game on Sunday and I thought to my, and I saw her, you know, as CBS showed her and she was not happy about that. She's, she's done with that evidently. Um, but when they showed her, I, I turned to my sweet Ronnie Sue and I said, isn't she on tour right now? Doesn't she have, how, how does she have all these Sundays available to go watch football? Um, and neither of us were, were hip to the current schedule of her tour, but she does have a concert in Tokyo on Saturday at 6 p.m. in Tokyo. Well, someone did the math and says that she can make it to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Nevada from Tokyo if she, if she flies it right. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead so that means the concert on February 10th at 6 p.m. starts at 1 a.m. Vegas time or Pacific time the same day. So the, the morning before, essentially. So let's say a five-hour concert ends at 11 o'clock local, which is 6 a.m. Reminder, still Saturday in Las Vegas, a 12-hour flight, maybe leaves about an hour later. She could get to the Super Bowl to Vegas at about 7 or 8 p.m. Saturday night. Just in time to to party Saturday night for the game Sunday night. Yeah, all right, good for her. Um, she has got her own private jet. She can she can do that and get there on time. Good for her. Doug is in Orlando on the Joe Kelly Show. Hey, Doug, how are you? Hey, good. I wanted to say I'm okay with it because the military they test you and they know they run you through schools, and if you don't make it. You know, they'll hand you a potato peeler or a rifle, and if you're smart, they'll give you a computer, okay? They know what they're doing, uh, and I think it's a good idea, actually, you know. The reason that it's hard to get people in the military is the economy is cranking along so well that unemployment's down to 3%. They can't hire. They're competing against higher-paying commercial uh, uh, regular jobs, and the military can't compete on that basis. So they either need to give the, the soldiers a raise, or they need to cut the standards. 
and, and, and I was saying to the guy, you guys need to slow down, pay attention to the road because we've had a huge major accident on the 528 and then another one on a colonial drive. We had to bring in a life flight helicopter just a few minutes ago. Oh, wow. All right, Doug. Thank you for the update on that. We appreciate that. And it's always good advice to slow down. Uh, after driving f- through South Florida over the weekend yesterday, uh, pretty close to South Florida, Palm Beach. Man, they drive so much faster down in South Florida than we do up here in Central Florida. I, w- I will say I'm glad I'm not part of that drive on a regular basis. You can join us at 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. U.S. Navy is announcing that they will now take high school dropouts uh, as they need to fill their shortcoming on the recruitment quotas. They're falling far short of their recruitment uh, goals uh, in fact, there's only two branches of the military that are hitting their goals, and that is the Space Force and the U.S. Marines. Uh, all the rest are failing to hit their recruitment goals. The tests to get into the military are not just a pass or fail. Sure, there's a minimum to be able to get into the service, but you have to reach certain targets to be able to qualify for certain jobs. So we're just going to have a lot of low-level jobs and not as many people in the higher-level jobs. But having said that, they can continue to train them and they can change MOSs whenever they re-enlist. 844-580-WDBO. Kevin is checking in from the APK, Apopka. Kevin, you're on the Joe Kelly Show. How are you? No, pretty good. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I don't think uh, getting rid of the requirement to be a high school graduate graduate really going to hurt them. I know some people who've dropped out who are very, very successful. Um just because you're dropping out doesn't mean you're stupid or you're lazy. Sure. I mean, people drop out for a lot of reasons. Sure. Uh, I know when I was in, you had to be a graduate. They wouldn't even take you with the GED. As far as lowering the uh, ASVAB scores, um, I mean, if you're only scoring a 50% on the ASVAB, you're not going to be qualified to do a whole lot. I know it's changed a lot since I took it. I think I got a 92 or a 93 when I took it. Wow. But um, it's a lot more technical. So, if, yeah, you get, if, if, if you're only scoring at 50, you're going to be peeling potatoes for the Navy's. Yeah, you're going to be a guard or you're, you're going to be doing something you're probably really not going to want to do. But, yeah. Um, yeah, as far as the high school dropout thing, because I know a couple guys that are that dropped out when they were 16 and they're doing better than probably 75% of the country. Funny how life works sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it just depends on the person, man. It does indeed. Kevin, thank you so much for your service and thanks for uh, for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, all right, buddy. Have a good night. 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. I guess Doug is right about one thing. I mean, today they're letting everybody in the military, people who have flat feet. Back then you couldn't have flat feet, couldn't have asthma, you couldn't be gay. You couldn't be too tall, you couldn't be too short, you couldn't be too fat, you couldn't be too skinny. Now they're just taking any and everybody. Uh, all right, another open mic. So you guys are, you know, saying that Proxy, Iran, proxy people attacked, you know, this. Don't we have any proxy people out there 
that can attack Iran so we can say, hey, it wasn't us? Yeah, uh, Actually, yeah, we do have a re- reverse proxy, if you will, uh, and that's Israel. I mean, Israel could do our bidding if we had a better relationship with Israel, but uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is said to hate Joe Biden. I cannot imagine why. Uh, and we don't have much of a relationship with Israel, and we keep telling Israel to pull back. We keep telling Israel to... Uh, uh, you know, wrap up their campaign against Hamas. So I don't think we're going to get any big favors out of Israel anytime soon. Um, we're now told, so this this area in Jordan is referred to as Tower 22. It's a very small military outpost. Uh, there are only 350 service, U.S. servicemen and women that are stationed there. And they are mostly uh, intelligence officials and aviation uh, officials. They, they fly drones in and out of there. And they're saying now that the reason why, uh, unlike other uh, drone attacks and missile attacks that we've seen against uh, U.S. forces stationed in the Middle East from these Iran proxy groups, the reason why this drone was able to get through was because the U.S., had a drone returning to Tower 22 base at about the same time the Iran proxy attack drone was incoming. So it caused confusion on the ground, and they thought it was their own drone. They were unaware that they were under attack. That uh, is terrible, and absolutely hate to hear that. Uh, A woman who is a civilian employee for the Army is on trial for scamming $100 million from the Army. Her name is Janet Mello. She's accused of funneling Army money to a fake child services organization and then spending it on luxury cars, jewelry, and real estate. But because Mello is a civilian federal employee, the Army cannot touch her retirement benefits, which are protected by federal law. So she will be granted full retirement benefits from the Army. She's facing 152 years behind bars if convicted. Her retirement income is not going to be much good uh, if she is convicted and she ends up serving time behind bars. I would imagine that they've got really good evidence against her and I would imagine she is going to be convicted and I would imagine she will probably still get her retirement benefits. Uh, but she is uh, likely to be going to jail. In San Francisco, due to rampant crime, the San Francisco toy store that inspired the Toy Story movies announces they'll be closing. I didn't realize that a toy toy store in San Francisco was the inspiration for the Toy Story movies. Jeffrey's Toys, the oldest toy store in San Francisco, opened in 1938 announced its closing next month in February. The Lunds family has operated the store since 1938. And evidently, uh, one of the Lunds, Matthew Lund, was one of the Pixar animators that worked on the original Toy Story movie. Wow, did you know that backstory, Laurel? You know all the Disney stories. Did you know that story? No, I didn't. It's kind of cool. Uh, Up until the point at which the store has to close down. Um... They, the Lunds family said in a statement that the perils and violence of the downtown environment, inflation, the decrease in consumer spending, and the demise of retail across the world 
led to the decision to close. According to the family attorney, the shop has been targeted by burglars and employees have been threatened. That's a shame. The city has lost so many other of their retailers as well. As they have an out-of-control homeless problem and a drug crisis. They've had a 14% rise in robberies compared to 2022. The city has lost Nordstrom, AT&T, Cinemark, Old Navy, Whole Foods, T-Mobile, and a bunch more. Who wants to be in operation there when criminal thugs can come in and take whatever they want with no with no consequences? 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Red alert from the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center. Yeah, we're taking that phrase of you can't get there from here to a whole new level tonight. 528 westbound completely shut down from 520 all the way to Innovation Way where they're repairing the roadway, actually redoing the whole roadway over the bridge there on Innovation. So you're forced to take 520 to get to 50, which is Colonial, and then go west. But now in Bithlow, 50's closed, completely shut down both sides, eastbound, westbound. All that extra traffic, that overflow traffic uh, ended up becoming a wreck. And now everything is closed westbound. You can't go anywhere westbound. I, I hate to laugh, but it's just been absolutely crazy tonight. So if you are in the east and you want to head to the west, Just know that it's going to take quite a while for all of this to be repaired and put back together. Put that tax refund to good use at Refresh Computers, Central Florida's budget computer store. Visit refreshcomputers.net or visit the Refresh Computers Superstore in Longwood. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. Now, now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. Kate, Princess of Wales, is back home from the hospital. Kensington Palace said she's making good progress from her planned abdominal surgery. More details about the surgery haven't been provided, but the palace has said it's not cancer-related. Two. Two. New York writer Eugene Carroll says she plans to use the money she was awarded from a jury after former President Trump defamed her on something he hates. That's according to comments she made on ABC's Good Morning America. Carroll said if it'll cause Trump pain for her to give money to certain things, that's what she's going to do. One. One. The White House continues to stress the U.S. is not looking to engage in war with Iran. President Biden is weighing options to retaliate against Iranian-backed militants behind the drone strike in Jordan that killed three U.S. soldiers and injured many more. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. All right, let's uh, pick an open mic here to play. You know, Joe, I've told you this before and I'll tell it to you again. Uh Uh-oh. America was a great idea while it lasted. (laughs) Do you get the sense that we are a, a nation in decline? Does anybody feel that way, that we're a nation in decline? Uh, and, and again, I go back to, do you really want Joe Biden to launch a, uh, a, a severe attack against Iran? Do you think he's the guy that'll strike fear in Iran? Because remember, this is, this is him from Saturday. Asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting-edge inspe- inspection machines. Help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our southwest border. I mean, I don't think that guy's going to strike fear in anybody, in anybody. And here he is uh, 
in rage mode, and even this, I don't think it's going to strike fear in people. Donald Trump, when he was commander-in-chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery, outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us just like that? He also referred to Donald Trump as the sitting president. But American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Donald Trump. Did you see what he recently said about the West? The, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year. The sitting president. The same. Sitting president. Evidently forgetting that he is actually the sitting president. I'm Joe Kelly. Coming up next, it's the third hour of the Sean Hannity Show. Stick around here and don't forget tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., your next chance to win 1000 bucks in the WDBO payroll payout.